0: Now, it's, now time. it's time for the Jordan, Jordan Wine, Wine, Fantasy Wine Fantasy Football Report, with your with host, host Dean Eastlake and Charlie Hobbit.
1: The official the official, of Don't Draft Rock. with another episode of the Jordan Whiny Fantasy Football Report with your hosts, Dean Slake and Charlie Hoppus. I'm your host, Charlie Hoppus. And I'm your host, Dean Eastlake.
0: Let's get to some football.
1: Woohoo! Now, Dean, it's been a while since we talked. We've already had the first three weeks of this oblong ball season, and uh, there's been a lot of surprises, to say the
0: very least. You ain't wrong, Charlie. I don't think you've been wrong once. I'll tell you what. Surprises here, surprises there. Dig stomp swampers. They've only won one game, but they've won all three games. I cannot believe it. And the pinacoplatka potterka purpose Bears find themselves with the least points scored in the entire league. Boy, I did not see that coming. We
1: are all over the place. And, and, you know, what's really fascinating is, in any given week, it really feels like any team can beat any other team in any moment. That's, and that's the great thing about sports. They don't play these games on, on paper. That's well, true. Well, they, they, play, they play this game on paper, so that's a bad example. But you understand my drift. These games, the players, the owners, it matters. It matters. And, and with that in mind, let, let's dig into the Week 3 results team. I would
0: not mind doing that. We had a high score this week of 116 points scored by the aforementioned DegaBus Swamp Stompers. Boy, I tell you what, the management of the Dagabus Swamp Stompers, Matt Stilley, have definitely made a 180. They just invested in the draft, and they picked their spots, and they picked the players that would score points when it mattered most. And, and that's the first three weeks of the season.
1: And you know what's interesting, Dean, is prior to this season, Matt Stilley and his DegaBus Swamp Stompers had not been even projected to outscore their opponent Ever. The entire first season, they were projected to lose every game, and they nearly did. Uh, he yeah. only made one trade, the controversial trade for Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. And uh, it seems to be paying off for him this week. 31 points for Andrew Luck, 370 yards, four touchdowns.
0: He's got some kind of crazy luck, if you know my, what I'm saying when I he's, say that.
1: He's got some sort of crazy Andrew, too, Dean. And you know who else does? Marshawn Lynch. Oh, boy. Hold my dick. Hold my deck, Dean. Hold That's my deck. That's true. That's true.
0: Well, Dagobah rolled to a victory. Uh, one of the other high-scoring games of this week was It Ain't Easy Being A. Brown and the Memphis Bearcats. Boy, they were in a hustle and a tussle. It came down to the Monday night game and gosh darn it, wouldn't you guess it, Brandon Marshall did not show up and It Ain't Easy Being Brown fell to the second highest point scorer of the week, Gabriel Fickett. It was a nail biter. Boy, I thought I deserved the win but I just did not pull it out.
1: Well, and you know, It Ain't Easy Being A. Brown is probably the most talented team in the league led by the most talented owner but you gotta admire the Memphis Bearcats this week. You got any team that's gonna start Ryan Tannehill? Ryan Tannehill! Well like Ryan Cantahill, like and yet pull off a win on the road. Nope, at home.
0: <laughs>
1: I tell you what, you, you, you know, say
0: Cantahill, he says Cantahill.
1: He 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 can't can a hill hill of beans. An interesting choice that that Dean Eastlake made in his lineup was he started the future Hall of Famer Tom Brady instead of the other future Hall of Famer Kirk Cousins, who ended up throwing for 427, uh, 400, four four twenty seven three That's touchdowns true. and one pick.
0: Wow, what what a game by Mr. Kirk Cousins. Kirk is here to stay. He's here to blossom. RG3 is just, he's singing in his grave. He's six feet under. He's, he died. He died? Yeah, they, he had an infection, and he is dead.
1: All right, well, let's just get to some of these other games here. Uh, I, I gotta stop you. I don't think that that was accurate. But let's move on and talk about... Uh, one of the lower-scoring games, we had two teams finish in the 50s, lose Ouch. by nearly 30 points. Uh, the first of those was uh, Evan Cameron's The Glyph? The Gif. That's, that's a... Glyph. It's a reference to... Uh, it means Goblin I Love to Fuck, I think. <laughs> I, don't, I think that's right. And, and they yes. lost by 30 points to Ken Dynasty. Wow. It, wow. It's a poor showing when you only show up with 53 points, but it's going to be hard to get more than that when Aaron Rodgers and LaShawn McCoy stay healthy the whole game and only give you 12 combined.
0: That's very true. And you know what? What, Dean? Seahawks defense, only racking up five points, boy. He spent a pretty penny on that Seahawks defense, and you would just expect them to, to deliver week in and week out. And, you well, know and what? The, Every dog weak, has its day.
1: Weak they were, Dean. They were very weak. In fact, they were so weak that they got outkicked by C. Parkey. C. Par- Par- Co- Parkey. Cody. 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 Who's Cody? Oh, so Cody. that's what C stands for. I understand that's now. Correct. Uh, he got, they got outscored by three times, you know, by just the kicker. And again, the kicker outscored in a combination of Aaron Rodgers, LaShawn McCoy, and one of those Bell brothers that we've heard so much about. So, I mean, it's just a dismal performance, disappointing, not exactly what Evan Cameron had in mind when he brought his, his goblin, goblin fuckers into uh, the Cannes Dynasty, and, uh, you know, it, it, it's going to be a tough thing to bounce back from, but last year's champion, I'm sure, is more up to the task.
0: That's right. You know, in that locker room, they've got some motivation, and they're going to come back strong next week. So let's jump over to the other low-scoring uh, affair that we had, and an affair it was indeed. The pinnacle Coplatic of Partapus Bears went ahead. And matched up at home against the great works of Artmark. Now, these two teams are not quite performing up to expectations, and you would think that the Pinnacle Plac and Podica's Bears would have been the best team in this division given the talent, given the ownership, and given the leadership. Now, what, what happened here, Charlie?
1: Well, you know, it's not just about ships, Dean. It's about building a, a life raft that can get you through the tough times, you know? And, yep. and so you're talking about relationship and leadership and all these types of boats, they need a raft. And, and the person that wasn't their raft this time, Darren Sproles, only three points, fumbled away two points. It, it, just looking down, looking down the, the, the roster, Sproles with three, Demarius Thomas with five, Dwayne Bowe with three, uh, Jimmy Graham with five, Tory Smith with two. It, I mean, you can't Ow. put up those low single digits and expect to win, especially when you've got Tony Romo on the other side of the ball slinging around.
0: There are a lot of ships floating out there in that sea, but I tell you what, Charlie Hoppus is interested in only one ship, and that is the championship. So I'm pretty sure that this is going to be Not a reflection of what's to come this season. The great works of Art Monk. you got to hand it to them. They pulled off something out of nothing. And I don't know where this team is headed. But it seems like they have a lot of good top-of-the-line talent. Alfred Morris, A.J. Green, Rob Gronkowski. They'll be all right. It was fun. Deshaun Jackson on the bench. Who does that? How do you do that?
1: Not me, Dean. Not, not
0: I. Not you. You would not make such a mistake. Now, are there any other games this week that we think we should highlight? Absolutely. We,
1: we almost skipped right over Jordan Whiney's team. Wow. Here on the Jordan fantasy Football Franchise f- f- report. report report with your, your hosts, Dean Eastlake and Charlie Hopkins. We almost went right over the Jordan Winey part of the Fantasy Football Report. We can't do that. Sequoia Miscotzi, life out of bounds. Jordan Winey only puts up 66 points and falls to Berlin Adler, owned by Mike Mumper. Uh, and, and, you know, you got to feel for, for Jordan Winey because Adrian Peterson out of the lineup and Ben uh, Tate out of the lineup. Maurice Jones-Drew, I didn't know, was still an NFL player. Uh, you know, you gotta, you got to feel for him. And ever since he made that trade to trade uh, Darren Sproles over to the Platypus Bears for Steve Smith Sr., it sort of seems like it seems a little out of balance,
0: Dean. That's true. They really relied on the speed and versatility of Darren Sproles. He never really knew what was coming. And the thing is, he made that trade, and shortly after, he benched Steve Smith Sr., who would have gotten him 10 fantasy points. Now, another thing I might note is Nick Foles was on his bench this week. Nick yes, Foles—that that is the quarterback of his favorite team. Now, he must lack faith in Nick Foles. Do we have a quarterback controversy on Koinia Scotzi? Well,
1: yes, we do, Dean. And it's not because of Nick Foles. It's because of Jay Cutler. He just... I don't know if Jordan has the internal fortitude to continue to start a gunslinger like Jay Cutler, but let me tell you what, Jay Cutler's the right quarterback for this team.
0: Wow, now that is quite a statement, that is quite a statement. Now, Before Berlin- we move
1: on, Dean, I just want to touch real quickly on the Berlin-Adler. Uh, I, I got to say that they are already they already are 2-1 and, and scored 80 points, took a big win over, over Life Out of Bounds, and they are getting back Wes Welker. He had his first game uh, this right. past week, played all right. You've got to know that he's going to step up as the season goes on, and that's going to be a big shot in the arm for this particular football team.
0: Now, I know this time of the season contra- quarterback controversy is a hot topic, and this one might seem like a stretch at first, but if you really think about it, I think it'll really resonate. Now, Peyton Manning is, quote, the leader of this team, but if you look at the bench, you see a new star in the making in Mr. Blake Bortles.
1: Now, Dean, you couldn't be more right if you were turning right on one of those traffic circles, but it's got to be in England because over here, you only go left on the traffic circles. Right. It will cause a car accident, but over there, they do all, all the things backwards. It's like when they flush the toilets in, uh, you know, Australia... Bortles is the future. Pete Manning is a noodle armed has been.
0: Wow, those are fighting words out there, Troy. Fighting fight words. I'd fight them. Speaking about fights, we just have one last game to cover from Week Three, and that is the Bennyland Cyborgs going to the Prestige Worldwide. Now, everyone and their mama picked the Bennyland Cyborgs to just win in a landslide, and you know what? That just didn't happen. And I believe that this result is under evaluation at the league head office because there was some sort of malplay, mal something, malfeasance. Malcolm, Malcolm Reynolds. And I could not believe the result. So this may not stand, but why don't you give us a few thoughts on this game, Charlie?
1: Well, you know, Prestige Worldwide is just a abysmal, abysmally run team, run by uh, an abysmal human being in owner Joel Thomas. You can't be happy whenever Prestige Worldwide beats anyone in this league. You know, and, 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 it's and. Terrible. Yes, terrible. And, 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 you know, they would have, they would have, the Bennyland Cyborgs would have, they would have, uh, they would have, uh, they would have, uh, they could have uh, won this game. They would have won this game, but, but, but Arian Foster suffered an injury early on, put up zero, a zero spot, and this was the closest game of the week. Having one of your best players put up a zero spot, that cost them the game.
0: That is just bad luck. You would think that Tony Gonzalez and LaDanian Tomlinson would be out of retirement by now. I'm sure the Bengals and Cyborgs were counting on that. But you know what? They're just taking it slow. They're playing it smart and by the books. And come week five, week six, I think those are going to be real difference makers.
1: Hey, and you know what, Dean? I, looking at the box score here, I just found the Mal-something you were talking about. It's Malcolm floyd Arizona wide receiver on the Ben Land Cyborgs. He's the Mal you've been discussing. That's he correct. finished with five receptions, 114 yards for 11 points. Tried to put the team on his back. Couldn't quite get there. With a better performance from that Mal, we may have had a different result. Maybe that's what you were talking about there, Dean.
0: That is what I was getting at. You're correct. Well, that just about wraps up week three. And I tell you what, we've got a doozy of a league here. Let's go ahead and look at the standings and get out some power rankings for our league to just. Soak in and use this information to place bets in the future, because I hear there, this is a betting league, and there's a lot of money changing hands, so we want to give you the best information possible. So let's go ahead and start with the highly competitive division, the Boy Fights division. Now, there is no undefeated teams in this division. There are no
1: teams in this division
0: without a win, and it's just tightly packed.
1: Well, you know, that, that close loss the Bennyland Cyborgs had to, uh, to Prestige Worldwide is heartbreaking because it knocked the Bennyland Cyborgs out of the ranks of the undefeated and put them into a deadlock with Prestige Worldwide and Berlin Adler for first place, top of boy Fight division. It's by no means a crippling loss, but it is certainly disappointing for a team that could have made a statement, could have put some distance between themselves and the rest of the, defi- the division. There, Dean.
0: Yep, I agree with that. Now, if you're looking at the standings right now, we've got the Bennyland Cyborgs at the top, then Berlin Adler, Prestige Worldwide, the, the gilf team, gilf. gilf. Then we got Koyana, Scotty, Life Out of Bounds, and the Ken Dynasty. Now, if we were to do power rankings at this point in the season, do you think there's anything that you would change to that lineup of teams?
1: Well, sure. I, w- I would leave the Bingland Cyborgs right there, number one. And, yep. and while I've got a lot of questions about the Berlin Adlers, I would only bump them down one spot to number three. I would take last year's champion, who's been scuffling a whole lot, the Goblins I'd like to fuck, make them number two. And uh, then from there, make uh, Jordan Liney's team, Life Out of Bounds, number four. And the Ken Dynasty, number five, of course. Prestige Worldwide, right there at the, at the bottom of the whole league, uh... And it's mostly for personal reasons, not really for, for football reasons. Dean, you understand.
0: I, I do understand, but really, there is no hope for that team. And I'm pretty sure Joel Thomas has already accepted that fact. And if he hasn't, well, you know, he will. He, he will.
1: He also already has he has Andre Ellington in the lineup on a bye, so he can basically wave bye-bye to his chances oh. of bringing home a win this week. Hopefully he doesn't hear this and change his lineup time. Boy, you know how to sling it, Charlie. You sure do. Let's uh, swing over, speaking of slinging it, let's swing over to the other, the leave a note division. Uh, we have some heavy surprises here, and I want to start right at the very top with this year's Cinderella story, the Dagobah Swamp Stompers, and oh, the only remaining unbeaten team in the league uh, with the highest number of points scored, few points against. They are absolutely running away with it, Dean. It is just unbelievable. They not only have the number one scoring
0: quarterback in the league, they also have the number one scoring running back in the league. And on top of that, they have the number one wide receiver in the league. It is just nuts. But this team is your classic Stars and Scrubs lineup. They've got a lot of power up top, but not a lot of depth. You wonder what's going to happen once these bye weeks start hitting. Does this team start to crumble, or they got something real buried in there?
1: Well, and the very first, the very first test of that question is going to come as Marshawn Lynch hits the bench during a bye week. We'll have to see if uh, Danny Woodhead can recover from his ruptured lung or whatever. They put him on the IR, plug him in the lineup, and see how he does against Jacksonville.
0: Well, I, I also thought that Danny Woodhead had suffered an infection and had died.
1: Dean, he's in critical condition. Dean.
0: Yep, that's what IR stands for. Ain't returning. That's what
1: I've always said. It is. I've heard. I've heard you say that on numerous occasions, including many that have not been the appropriate time for you to say that. You, one time you said it at my, my niece's christening. Um, moving on down, the only other team with a with a with a with a a, a record over five hundred is the the uh eat Dean for Al Mirzo, owned by Al Region Bargandy. Uh, it's an interesting team. They've got a lot of quarterbacks. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but so far Dean, it is working for him and working for him well. That is absolutely true, and that
0: stock of quarterbacks. He was actually able to turn one of those quarterbacks into quite a talented wide receiver in Alshon Jeffrey. That's right. He traded Matt Stafford for Alshon Jeffrey, and boy, that could be a difference maker. While this owner often seems confusing, he is definitely not confused because he knows what he's doing here. He's got a lot of depth built up. He's got a good start to the season. It's going to be hard to catch him. So number one and number two are pretty much locked in. I'd say the rest of the division it's anybody's ball game. I'm partial to a ain't easy being a Brown. I think they got a hell of a team built up there. I think they got a lot of depth. But I tell you what. There's just been some surprising appearances. People just not stepping up to the plate and taking this team to the glory land. Who knows what's going to happen?
1: I don't, Dean. I don't. Let's, let's talk about, let's talk about our, 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 our power rankings for the Leave a Note division. I know that the of Swamp Stompers are number one Undisputed. They've scored almost 100 points more than some other teams in the league. And yet, I would actually take It Ain't Easy being A. Brown is my number wow. one pick in wow. this particular division.
0: Now, as surprising as that may seem, I think the correct move in this division is it's, it's a marathon. It ain't a sprint. And if you look down towards the bottom of the division standings, you see a team there that is just ready to pop. That's right. They are taking it slow in the gets Paddington Bears. That team, top to bottom, led by Alex Smith, you couldn't ask for a better quarterback to lead your team in a week four battle than Alex Smith.
1: Well, that is a quarterback that plays in the National Football League, Dean. the actually, National I, Football League, Charlie. Actually, it's hard to, I can't argue with you there. Uh, but, you know, we've got a lot of, we got a lot of teams here. I, I would say, the Memphis Bearcats, a surprising team uh, in that the robot that drafted them has done an excellent job and his pat Gabe Fickett, has done a good job of maintaining that roster in uh, the robot's absence. And uh, the great works of Art Monk, also a talented roster. Once he figures out who to plug in to the starting lineup, I think that team is another team that can challenge with other teams in this league made up of teams teaming with excellence, Dean.
0: It is a team effort to create a division that remains competitive year
1: after year. That's right, Dean, and that's why the Leave a Note division is significantly better than the boy fights division, but we're not here to judge that. Yes, we are, because we are commentators. So, actually, I take back what I said earlier about it not being our job. It is our job. Sorry about that. It is our job, and damn it, we do it well. Now,
0: that wraps up our power rankings, I think. And now it's time to get to maybe something that just excites me more than anything else in the world. That's our Game of the Week. (laughs)
1: Now, the Game of the Week is sponsored by Kleenex this week. Kleenex, when you have a little time on your hands, and you, you made a... You made a mess? Kleenex.
0: Thank you, Kleenex, for making us all clean. Now, we have our just pick of the litter for game of the week this week. I mean, we look, just look at all these matchups. We're going division leads. We're going for di- the basement divisions. We're, we've got high-flying offenses versus stout defenses. Benny stout defenses, Dean? Benny stout defenses, that's right. But there's one matchup that really says, look at me.
1: Yeah, I know just what matchup you're talking about, Dean, but I want to hear you say it first. Hey we'll, right. see, hey, we'll say it at the same time. Ready? Okay, ready? Hey, one, two, two, three. Pointers, Stoppers, ain't easy being a brown. Brown. Wait, there, yeah, that's, that's the, the same one. The we same just said the we same one. one.
0: Boy, if you look at the line of this game, we've got one team projected well over hundred points, over hundred and ten points, and we got another team projected at just over ninety points. And you would think that the undefeated team would have the projected advantage, but that just ain't ain't the case.
1: That ain't the case, Dean. But at the same time, you know what also ain't the case. It also ain't the case that Marshawn Lynch should still be in Matt Stille's lineup for the Dagobah Swamp Stompers. The tough thing is, even though he's on a bye, he still might be their best option. D. Looking at their projected totals, the next best projected total for a running back is zero. So that's the same. That's the same. So
0: there's a chance that Marshawn Lynch... I just, let, me, let me try to understand what you're saying. There's a chance Marshawn Lynch gets traded right before game time and that he will indeed play in the game and could be a sleeper pick. My goodness, Matthew Celia is probably one of the most savvy owners of this league.
1: You know, it's tough to, to follow that line of thinking as a sane, rational person, but at the same rational time, that is what it appears to be. Uh, Danny, Danny Woodhead is probably getting traded straight up from Marshawn Lynch, San Diego, and Seattle. They have that, uh, that devil's pack that they worked out back in 1996, last year the contract, right here, and this, this will fulfill it. They'll, they'll, trade, they'll trade Marshawn Lynch to San Diego for one one week in exchange for the remains of Danny Woodhead, and Marshawn, Marshawn Lynch will be a factor against Jacksonville's porous run defense, team.
0: Well, yeah, I, it's that's Clinton probably, probably going to happen. Defense. Clinton Portis. That was a man that ran the ball, and I tell you what, a linchpin in this matchup this week is going to be another gentleman who runs the ball, and Jamal Charles. He broke his ankle, apparently, and then he... Broke his ankle and will he play this week and will he be effective that is going to determine oh i mean fate. yeah i don't know
1: yeah I, you know and, and 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 something else about about uh jamal charles is on monday night football that's where heroes are made dean and that's when he plays this week also playing this week on monday night is tom brady but tom brady has been slid to the bench in on a the in bench a, a wise move they've got instead the the young upstar future hall of famer Kirk Cousins, Captain Kirk as they call him, down there in Washington playing against the New York Giants. We can expect another, definitely without question, another 400, maybe even 500 or 600 yard passing performance from Kirk Cousins. Uh, and it'll be all up to Jamal Charles to see if he can boost it ain't easy being A-Brown over the Dagobah Swamp Stompers here on Monday night.
0: Boy, I am, my titties are tingling, I tell you what, I cannot wait. Now, Charlie, I think we've given
1: the people exactly what they came here for. Is there anything else we want to tell the good people out there? Yeah, you know... While we've had a lot of fun with the defending champion's team name tonight, I just wanted to say that it's not, it's not funny to, to have intercourse with goblins. <laughs> it's, it's wrong. Interspecies species relations are wrong. Whether, whether they're humanoid creatures or, or, I mean, a lamp, you can't just have relations outside of your species. And I think, you know, there's been a lot of talk about changing team names because of how offensive they are. And I think that if owner Evan Cameron knew what was good for him, he would step down as owner and would change the team name of the Gilfs to something much more respectable, like the Milfs.
0: That that is a win-win-win, what you just described there, Charlie, and I thank you for bringing that up.
1: You're welcome, Dean, you're welcome. Something needed to be said. Well, Well, I I had to say it, Dean, I had to say it. When something needs to be said, I got to say it, and then you got to say it.
0: That's right. We will see what happens in the future here. One team will play another. There will be fighting on the field. There will be a victor, and there will be a loser. And maybe the weather will weather... The storm, Dean. The storm. That's right. And that will just about do it for this week's version of the Jordan Winey Fantasy Football Report with your host, Dean Slake, and Charlie Hoppus. I'm your host, Dean Slake,
1: And I'm your host, Charlie Hoppus. Saying so long, and we'll see you next week after some more bone crushing, goblin boning football. From the National Football League. Association.
0: Please tell your friends about this show. <laughs>